Right, welcome to episode eight. Didn't do one yesterday, and that's that's pretty much what I'm going to talk about today. But why I didn't do one yesterday? So sometimes, like everybody, I have days where I'm just, uh, you know, I call them meh days, where you're just being a dick, I suppose. I don't know. Maybe that's just an aspect of my personality when it happens, but you have these days when nothing's getting done and little things are irritating you and you're noticing yourself snap a little bit at people. Uh, like I yesterday I was snapping at the dogs. Dogs were doing my head in and I was, I don't really shout at Bodhi, but I was shouting at him a lot yesterday. I mean, he was being a dick, but I'm normally capable of soaking that up a bit better but yeah and I was I was trying to work and I've, I've spoken about this in the past on other you know mini podcast things or you know IGTV stuff I've done where you sat there trying to get something done <laughs> yeah there's a thing that's going around where I live where if you see somebody walking on the street when they shouldn't be you honk them for some reason. I don't know why that's a thing, but it is. So there's a road just running down there, which you can hear, and people are getting beeped by cars as they go past. No one's beeping me because they can't see me because I'm on the high ground. Yeah. Yeah, so I was trying to get work done, stuff that I normally find super easy, I, so I get the, the things I need to get done for that day and then I work on stuff that I can do for the rest of the week that's going to take the pressure off so I'll have an easy week. And nothing was happening. I was losing focus. I wasn't really... I just wasn't being productive. And I've, I've grown quite good at realising when I'm having one of those days, I try and spot that early. And I just, I suppose in the coming days, more and more people are going to experience that sort of thing, as in, you know, in their circumstance, maybe a bit of cabin fever, being snappy with people. And all, I, all I'll talk about now is what I do, because that's all I can. I can't talk about what you do. What I do is I recognise it early. I spot the signs. I know myself well enough to know when it is me being a dick or when this just the, it is one of those days. And all I do is I stop. I stop what I'm trying to do. And I realise that sometimes you might not be able to do this. But if you have the luxury of doing it, or if you've built this contingency into your life generally, that space, just stop turn off from the things that are getting to you 
So for me, um, instead of allowing Bodhi to get to me when I'm trying to do something that isn't working anyway, just sat and played with him for a bit. You know, had some quality time with him instead, giving him give him some focus. It shut him up. Um, and I, I don't when I do those things, I don't allow myself to feel guilty. I don't allow myself to go. Yeah, but you, you could be doing these things with the business, especially at the moment. You know, there's a there's a list this big, bigger. For those on the video, I am holding my arms up in a big fish style. Um, there's a huge list of stuff I could be doing. I should be flapping about things. You know, I don't really flap about stuff, but you could be flapping about stuff. But I just. Once I notice myself going down that road, I just stop. Turn it off. It's only a day. There are tons of them. So, and all that, after I played with Bodhi for a bit, I went and did some fizz in the back. You know, now I, I don't live in a big house. Me and my missus live in a tiny little cottage. It's old, it's like a, it's about 300 years old, but it's like an old worker's cottage. It's on like a terrace on a hill in the countryside, which is nice. But it's a very, it's a tiny little house. We have a tiny little back garden, basically a yard. Um, and we have a little bit of decking that's crap and needs fixing, which I'm obviously going to get roped in to do while I'm, while I'm off. But I just went in the back there and I have a pull-up bar and I have a set of, you know, have a barbell. And I, I did some crossfit type stuff. It wasn't a proper workout, but I just did some stuff. I did some stuff to remove myself from the thing that wasn't working, the thing that was annoying me, whatever that is. And I think that's, I think it's about taking action when you realize there's an issue, not waiting for it to be, become a problem. Because certainly as a, a small business owner at the moment, like we've been going about three years, um, it, there's potential for huge stress huge stress so I left a comfortable career to come and do this and if you if you let yourself you could be stressing massively about it but a lot of that stress will be you'll bring that on yourself by being concerned about things that might happen when actually if you've ticked your little boxes of things that you can control currently that is all you can do. You track the other stuff to stay aware from it. So like my accountants, they send out an email every day about stuff that we can be getting support from from the government. Um, and I, I keep updated with that. I action the things I can action. And then the rest of it, I just crack on and try and get on with it. Try, try and get on with what's going on. The stuff I do every day. Try and keep it normal. Don't flap about it. Now you could come back to me in two months' time and I'm flapping because absolutely understandably people are trying to save money and haven't bought that T-shirt they don't really need. Um, you know, maybe that's the case. Maybe I'll be sat here going, remember all those things I said don't worry about? You should worry about them. I, should, I, really, I wish I'd have flapped more. No. But I don't, I don't think that's the case. Um, yeah, but it's... To circle back to the main point... I think it's about knowing yourself well enough and being honest with yourself about the things that you're crap at, the things that you're good at. 
keeping on top of those things. And that all comes back to personal responsibility, doesn't it? Don't let yourself get in some nightmare that you could have stopped by not doing something. Um, deal with the things that you can actually control and just track the rest without worrying about them. You know, you can be aware of all sorts of hideous shit. You know, they can take you back to, like, you know, we go back to some sort of, well, I don't, I don't talk about fucking old work or the stuff we used to do or anything like that because it's dumb. But an example that most, some people will understand is if you had to go on patrol in Afghanistan, you could be, you know full well you could get shot. You know full well you could step on an IED or your mates. You're probably worried more about them than you are about yourself. But you know all those things and you're aware of them. You're aware of the catastrophic, you know, final nature of some of them. But you can't control them. You can mitigate them by doing things. And that's exactly what you do. You focus on the things that you can control. Am I doing my drills right? Am I doing um, the small procedures that you put in place? Am I doing them effectively to mitigate and minimize the chances of any of these things happen? And you've got to do that in your real life. It's not as, it's not as cool guy as being an ops in Afghan, but, it, but paying your bills, making sure you've got procedures in place to do that. It's all the same thing. It's all the same skills. Someone out on a nice Harley there. I can see the road from where I am. Um, you might even have heard that, but I'm assuming you did. Yeah. And that's... All those things come down to good, having good mental health, don't they? Now, I am not going to go down this thing that I see at the moment where everybody... The mental health thing is a strange one at the moment, I think. So there's positive and negative things about it. Firstly, it is entirely positive that it's becoming more normalized and absolutely okay to be aware of your mental health state, whether it's good or bad. Great that we can all talk about that a bit better without feeling wet and no one's going to judge you for it. Um, that's an entirely good thing. But there's, there's potential for it to become like a gimmick, gimmick type thing where people are sort of selling it and selling good mental health. And there's no requirement to sell it. The things you can do are free. You don't need to pay. Like, I know some people get some help from like that Mindspace app, Headspace, Headspace app for doing their meditation and all that stuff. If it flicks your switch, that's fine. And certainly if you're just getting into this stuff, that's fine. But the practice is free. The practice of all these things I'm talking about is free. You can. I could just sit here now and meditate. It's free. And there's nothing, there's nothing complicated to meditation. It's, lit, it's just sitting there. And when you think of something, when something comes into your head, you just don't follow it. You go, oh, okay. And it, it goes. And as you do it more and more, because it's a practice, as you do it more and more, it becomes, those things happen less. They happen less and less. And suddenly you've been there for 20 minutes 
and you're not aware of how long it's been because the practice has been working. So all these things are free. You don't need to, we don't need to turn it into a business because all that's doing is it enforces that whole snake oil salesman thing of, I know some secret that you don't. Not, it's not a secret. You're just aware of it and other people aren't. And you shouldn't fucking sell that back to them. That's just shitty, isn't it? Don't sell something that's actually free and that you got for free back to the people you're, you know, you're saying you're trying to help. It doesn't make any sense. I understand that when you get into this stuff, there's loads of books and it's helpful to read books, but most people will read the book and do stuff for about a week. Or maybe we'll just read the book and that's enough. You've got to do these things. And when you say practice, when I say practice about, about this stuff, um, mannerisms, my mannerisms are off the scale today. When I say practice, it is literally that. It's just doing it over and over again. Now, when I'm talking about knowing yourself and knowing when you're going to be a dick, that's just a practice of looking at your thoughts and going, why did I do that? It's not being anal. It's not ripping yourself to bits. It's just being honest. Sometimes I'm a bellend. You know, sometimes I am, I'm a shitty person to people because I'm the for a variety of reasons that day might have been in a bad mood and I took it out on somebody else we all do that no one's a fucking saint um, but yeah it's that practice of constantly checking that ego and it comes into I've sort of in this conversation I feel like I've I've gone all over the place sort of talking about one thing but it's because it it applies to absolutely everything in your life. You can apply that analysis and honesty and then that builds self-knowledge to make all that stuff easier. All the things that annoy you, all the things that you're crap at, you get better at them. And you can put that on some, you know, a personal development thing. You, know, you, you can do that and put it in that self-help section if you want. Yeah. Rambling slightly, rambling slightly. And I, I don't know if you can hear, but there's a, there's a shit spreader on a hill over there that's uh, it's distracting me. It's getting to it. I'm obviously not over my full, not fully over my knobhead thing from yesterday, am I? I'll have a little break, I think, while I collect my thoughts. I'll come back. We're back. Hang on, that's not even tracking my face, this. Track my face. There we go, tech difficulties. Nice day, isn't it? Yeah. So, you can't really get into the mental health thing. In fact, to be honest, somebody sent me a, a message this morning on Instagram. She'd randomly seen one of the podcasts um, and suggested that I talk about mental health um, and it, that aligned nicely with me yesterday having a shitty day and I, she's like she's studying PTSD currently 
she's had it, so she's got PTSD from um, domestic violence. Uh, and she was like, we had a little sort of to and fro conversation about it. And it's difficult. The PTSD thing, it's it's difficult because I I don't have it. Um, maybe we will one day. Currently, I, I, I haven't. You know, sometimes these things come to the surface. I currently feel fine. And I don't... You People who are... I've listened to Cities Guild stuff for a while will probably be aware that I'm not a fan of veterans being labelled as these ticking time bombs of PTSD and mental health issues. Because um, I don't think we are. I think it seems like we are because that's generally the only time you hear about us. If you're honest, in the media, when you hear about us, you either get, you're either getting an award and patted on the head for doing something that normal people do every day or it's something to do with PTSD. Um, you know, there's a, there's a blog, I, if you haven't read it, there's a blog post I did on the website called The Disconnect. It talks a little bit about that. A couple of paragraphs in there about that. Yeah. And it's difficult. It, it ties into that whole thing I was talking about before where mental health is sort of being sold back to people. And I think what I, one of the things I see is that concerns me. I see a lot of people who say they have PTSD. Not judging if they have or they haven't, don't care. And they're putting themselves out there as advocates of good mental health and fighting that sort of battle. They've picked that as their, their battle that they're going to fight is good mental health and awareness and fighting against PTSD and the stigma around that and all that. Um, and the reason it concerns me is because not all of these people have sort of come out the other side of it. Now I realise that you'd never really truly come up the other side of it. You know what I mean? It's one of those things. It's like if you're an alcoholic, um, you'll probably never be, don't like the word cured, but you've, you've, it'll never be over for you. It's just something you have got in your list of issues of, that we've, and we've all got fucking issues about something. You have it in there and you just need to keep a track. You need to track it and be aware of how it's going. It's just one of those things. But I've I seen quite a few people who aren't at that stage talking about good mental health and connect. The, the, the bit that concerns me is not that they're trying to do a good thing. They're doing it for free. They were doing it just... It would, it would, would sort of be okay. But I see people connecting it to their livelihood. So either businesses collected to their livelihood in some sort of um, product model where they give some stuff to charity. That's fine. I sort of, I get that. And you are going to get help from that. I mean, you can tie that back into the veteran business one I did. For the where, well, 
for where the sort of line is there. But if you're going as a person going, look, I suffer with this. Um, and you tie that into some sort of income stream. Where is your incentive for actually getting better? Because if your work is going to dry up because you, for whatever reason, can't talk quite so well about this anymore, or it's not, it's not as current or you're not as current in the public eye, it's a slippery slope to people relying on an illness for their income. Now, I'm not tying everyone in to this, with the same brush there. I'm not tarring everybody, sorry, with the same brush. But there are people out there where I look and go, dude, come on. I don't, this isn't good. Because... There is a, if we, let's be totally straight about it, right? It's an illness. Nobody wants to be ill. I'm not saying people who have it want to have it. I'm not saying that. But how hard is it to talk about anything nowadays? Jesus Christ. <laughs> um, I might ask, maybe we should just not talk about things that are, fucking difficult to talk about let's talk about cheese um i think if you're honest we all know people for whom it's some sort of badge of honor badge of credibility and now these are the people i'm talking about that i probably haven't fucking got it because why the fuck would you want that but there's a danger of that being the case, of there being these people who are sort of proud to have it. And I understand the mentality behind that. I understand it because it's, it's something that you've taken on. It's a burden that you've taken on through service. And it's like losing a leg or something like that. It's a burden that you've taken on. And I understand it. But I guarantee you, any of the lads who've lost a bit of their body would gladly have it back if I could go, here's your fucking leg back, mate. Not a drama. They would take it back. And I know some of them have had mega opportunities because of their injuries, but I th I'd suspect that's more because of the sort of people that they are. Um, yeah. Nobody would want that as a, a badge of credibility or a badge of honour. So to talk about it in that way isn't helpful. As always, I've done the thing that I said I wasn't going to do and talk about the things I said I wasn't going to talk about. Yeah, I was having a chat with some uh, guys I know this morning who, both of them, you know, have had serious issues with PTSD and, and mental mental problems, whatever you want to call it. Um, yeah, I was chatting this through and making sure I, I knew where the left and right of arcs were and I wasn't being a dick. And they agreed with what I was saying. Uh, you might not, but yeah, it's it's something that is part of the community, and it's not just us. It's fucking anybody. Like I said, that chick I was talking to this morning go through um, domestic abuse. It could be absolutely anything. 
It isn't just anything to do with your service, whatever service that might be, like in on operations around the world or stuff on the streets here. Um, I don't know. There's just there's some stuff around it that I think we would we could we'd be better advised talking about it differently or thinking about it differently. Like pe people talking about things like people talk about like the black dog or like the dark place or demons and stuff like that. I don't think that's helpful. Now, one of the lads I was talking to this morning said that he did used to refer to it when it sort of came on him as a, the dark place. And he said he moved out of that because he realised what I'm about to say now, which is if you make it sound like something that's happening to you, I'm not saying it in a way of that you can help it happen. I've fully realised that whatever happens in your head when you have a, a bout of... Um, Fucking, I would just call it a battle of PTSD. We have some sort of instance around it. Um, I'm not saying that that's your fault. It's not. But it is you that's malfunctioning. It's something that's happening in your head that you can do something about. It isn't something out there, outside of you, that happens to you. It might be triggered by something. But what happens is you, is, is you. It's not the outside thing. You know, maybe it is a fucking bang or whatever, smell, a noise. But the thing that happens is you. It isn't the outside thing. So I don't think it's helpful talking about the black dog, talking about, oh, the demons have come again. It's just not helpful. Because it does, it makes you sound like a victim. It makes you sound helpless. And... You are a sufferer of something, but you're not a fucking victim and you're not helpless. You can do stuff. You don't... Yeah. You have agency in doing something about it and it might be the fucking longest road to where you get to a place you want to be. But you can do stuff. Yeah. Anything that makes us sound like we're victims or makes us... And when I'm talking, I'm sort of talking about words and language here. But words and language are how we communicate. I know that sounds fucking obvious, but it's how we express ourselves to each other. And it's important because if you, they make action in a way, they have an effect on the way we think about things and the way we do things. So having language around problems that isn't helpful Correcting the language is helpful in fixing the problem, in dealing with the problem. Yeah. That sounded weirdly like a some sort of bullshit that we see at the moment with, you can't say that, that's the wrong word. You can't describe that person as that. Um, but it's not. Anything, yeah, I'll sort of leave it there. I think that's it. Why can I never not talk about the things I say I'm not going to talk about? Uh, yeah, so let's wrap up. This is going to end up being a long one. And I'm, as always, I'm probably going to go back and listen to this and decide that I'm not going to put it out and then put it out anyway. But yeah, 
Strange times. Try not to flap. Just do the things you can. Don't put them off. And that's, I mean, I'm fucking terrible. I'm talking to myself there because I'm terrible at it. Absolutely terrible for putting things off if I can. Um, it's one of my big things I need to, need to get a grip of. But yeah, there is potential, as I alluded to the other day, certainly for people who haven't experienced any sort of disruption to their lives, for this to be a huge thing, bigger than it is, for them to blow it out of all proportion. I'm not belittling it, not belittling the problem, but in your little bubble, you, it's, it could be very easy for you to overreact. And there's no need to. Just control the things. Control, no good word, control. As the problems come, fix them if you can. Can't fix them. Track them until you can fix them. Yeah. Right. Time for brew, as always. Um, tell me what you think. For being a dick, tell me. It's good to have a discussion. Subscribe to wherever you see this, whether it's on the YouTube channel or you see it on one of the podcast networks. I have been IGTV now because it's shit. Um, so, yeah. Have a nice day. Sun's out. It could always be worse. I'll see you later.